All right. Well, welcome back to the Temporal Eternal podcast. We are so glad you are joining us today. And again, Temporal Eternal is where we discuss how to live for eternity in our relationships, ambitions, and time. And today, uh, myself, Brennan, and Matt have a really fun <clears throat> topic, and it's a kind of a two-parter uh, themed mountains and valleys, right? And and that's definitely a um, uh, familiar verbiage for, you know, I would say the contemporary Christian church. There's some scriptures uh, about mountains and valleys. Um, a lot of those uh, are themed around just the the region, right? Commenting on those things. Um, and there's some, you know, where people might pull uh, some metaphors from or just taking that and, and you know, but overall, uh, there's a principle within Christianity talking about different seasons and different challenges. And, you know, you have mountains, which a lot of times are like likened to uh, really positive experiences, uh, times of, you know, peace. If you think about Ecclesiastes 3, there's a time for war and there's a time for peace. There's a time for joy and there's a time for weeping. You know, there's, or maybe there's laughter and weeping, but regardless, there's just a ton of different seasons and different times for everything. So it, it really takens it from that thought process and the valleys, right? Uh, you know, you think about um, in, in Psalms 23, even though I walked the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil, right? And so a lot of times the valley is likened to a challenging time, a lonely time, uh, a time that is straining. And so um, we believe as Christians and as, as Christ followers, and this is, you know, really anybody in life, but especially us, um, as believers in in Jesus and God, is that um, we go through good times uh, and bad times, and not to say they're either one's negative; they're just have their different benefits and challenges. And so, you know, our goal um, for this podcast and then the next one as well is, man, what do we do? What is most important in the mountains and the valleys, right? In in both of these seasons, what maybe gets forgotten, um, and what's uh, maybe, you know, doesn't get prioritized in general. So, you know, before we hit our first, you know, two kind of focuses today, I mean, I would love just to hear from, from you guys just on the whole thought process of, of mountains and valleys. Well, real quick, let's go ahead and lay the groundwork. What is considered, what's, what, what's the mountain and what's the valley? Let's go ahead and lay that out real quick. So people can have an idea. So is the mountain the good times or the bad times? Is the valley the good times or bad times? Yeah. So I, I just laid it out. <laughs> I, I literally I literally just said that mountains were, were the were the good times. You did say were, that? Yeah. Mountains were like kind of like the the positive, the the and maybe if I didn't clarify it, right? So so the mountains Welcome are Welcome to the podcast, man. <laughs> Sorry, I no, I for myself. sure nailed the valleys. So okay. valleys are the challenging time. Maybe I didn't do the the, the mountains effectively enough. Okay, my so well, my dogs are, were in the other room, and I was. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. So 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 mountains Sorry, again are like. No, you're Sorry. fine, dude. No, you're good. We'll we'll, we'll see if we edit this out or not. <laughs> I want you to listen it back. I'm gonna listen to it back, and if I didn't do it well, we're keeping this because maybe I didn't explain it well. Because I totally no, even couldn't. if you did explain it well, it's my fault for not listening, and my dogs oh, were distracting me. You're fine. I zone I zone Brennan out half the time, so you're fine. I'm oh. just kidding. Brennan. I'm just joking, Brennan. This is all a joke. Wow. Um, the truth no, but, comes out. No. 
no, but like, so, so mountains a lot of times are likened to like positive experiences or experiences that don't have us have as much strain or challenges, seasons of blessing seasons, uh, you know, moments where, um, we're receiving, uh, you know, good fortune or, um, again, it's just not, not challenging valleys, um, is very much likened to, uh, you know, dark times, lonely times, uh, times of straining, times of uh, fear or worry, uh, times of um, okay doubt. You know that you. sort of stuff. So yeah, so maybe it was just you. Went, you did you did your long talk on it. I don't know. <laughs> so jumping good back times to or the, good times or the mountains, low times or the valleys. That's what. I'm well, yes and no. Like, and I think that's that's something that is is kind of the conversation too. Is like I think that we. Um, I almost think, and even as I was describing it, you know, last few minutes, I almost don't even like me saying good times of the mountains, bad times of the valleys, because I think that that's almost a, um, cause I say that and I, that's how I, that's how a lot of us think about it, but I almost think that that's a incomplete view of the seasons of mountains and valleys, right? Is because so, we associate yeah. good with less pain. You're uh, muted, Brennan. Brennan, you muted yourself. <laughs> there we go. No, I was going to say, it, no, I, I think that's a great point because who's who's defining what the mountaintop is or what the valley is, you know? And you could say, okay, success by the world standard uh, is when you hit a specific number in your bank account um, or whatever you're doing, whether it's in, in a certain industry or field, when you've hit certain success or fame, that's the mountaintop. But emotionally spiritually mentally physically like where are you at you know so if it's being defined as hey you you're here you got it all going on you got everything you you're going for but your life on the inside is terrible then are, are you really experiencing that you know so not to drift too far off it but i think that's a good point is is what is what is being defined by it and i think in context of what we're talking about too spiritually you know within our life whatever experience we might be going through uh good or bad, hard, difficult, you know, whatever that looks like is, is what, what is that position that somebody listening right now might be in and, and how do they face that in terms of walking in the relationship with God? So yeah, it's, it's a good, good place to say, okay, who's, who's defining that? Yeah. My thoughts on it are, I'm all like, so I'm a little, I'm very optimistic. Donald, Donald knows this, like Donald, Brennan, you probably know it too now, but I'm very optimistic on everything. He is. So He's a happy-go-lucky guy. Yes. So I look at everything as a positive, oh, except for that fault, like my laptop just fell. So. <laughs> that was amazing. Just on a roll today, aren't for we? Those, for, those, for those who are watching on YouTube, it almost, it like literally for a second looked like, um, like uh, Matt was like about to go to a roller coaster, like the way the angle was. And he's like, ah, you know, it was pretty awesome. Okay. Continue. So you're, you're, you're said you're, you're very, you're positive. You're an optimist. I'm very positive and optimistic about things. So, um, I find opportunities and I try to find opportunities and everything. And I look at it as a win-win situation, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I'm always going to be learning from every situation I do, whether it's a good situation or a bad situation. I'm going to learn how to handle it for next time where I can help someone else in the future handle it. Um, but yeah, I always have an, a, a positive look on it. So 
Yeah. Now, see, now you're laughing at Brennan. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit it. I'm sorry. First, 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 my thing, and then your laptop falls, and I was good. I like I recovered really well. I put you right back where you needed to be. Like, okay, yep, set you right back up, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. I, I think the podcast just, needs to it stay just like this. Me over. I think yeah, it's I good. Turn my fan on. I think it's good. I, Donald, we don't need to edit this out. Um, this is fun. This keeps now things exciting. <laughs> okay. No, I, I, I think that, right. I think, I think that's a good point, which is our, our mentality, mm-hmm. you know, towards it. So, so here's, you know, diving into the, you know, two thoughts, right. Or, or topics in this whole mountain of valleys for part one is, um, or is two things. <clears throat> worshiping God and how we deal with emotion, how we embrace emotion. So let's start with worshiping God. A a lot of times, you know, there's a few different situations that can happen. Um, You can, in a good season, right, uh, worship God because it's a little bit easier. Uh, You're like, hey, life is great. Um, Everything's good. So my worship, and when we say worship, you know, not just uh, worship in the confines of a church service with a group of believers, but really just your life of worship, your intimacy with God, um, the the way you live for God, like that uh, that being worship. So many times, you know, people might find it easier to worship during the good times. On the other end, uh, you know, sometimes uh, people might find it more challenging uh, to to worship God during during the valleys, if you will, right? Because they're just like, they're so enthralled with what's going on. And it's, it's really, you know, I I remember times in my life where a family situation might be happening or a personal situation or finances or whatever it may be, health, you know, whatever. And very much that can uh, steal my focus and my attention. And so it actually uh, takes away from my worship uh, for Jesus, right? That it can actually take away from that. In the same way, um, there can be, and that's why I'm hitting from all different angles, because I think we, any, anybody who is a Christian can fall into any of these little categories when it comes to our worship. Um, in the same way, there are some people that worship God during the hard times uh, because they're at their breaking point. They have nowhere else to go. But it becomes more challenging during the good times for them because everything's going well and they have uh, set up a precedent that their uh, devotion to God is really based upon the season that they're in. And then they put a little bit of less emphasis or focus on their worship to Jesus uh, because everything's going good. And so just during the hard times, it affects their worship. So really we're called to uh, be in commune uh, communion with God and relationship with God, no matter where our journey takes us, no matter if it's a, a valley or a mountain or, or an in-between, and we're supposed to worship God um, regardless of the situation. So so thoughts there, guys. Yeah, I think something that comes to mind for this idea is that when we think about it, you know, God is with us wherever we go, whatever we're facing. And so if you're in kind of a valley right now and you're experiencing a a really tough time, think about the idea that God, not just the idea, the reality that God is standing there with you. He is with you always. 
And so I think when we we, we kind of go for the compare and contrast and, and we a lot of times miss out, I think, on the time in the middle, you know, when you've hit rock bottom, I mean, you feel it, you know it, you're you're at the end of your rope, you're reaching out for anything. Um, and so, yeah, so when we, we think about that idea and consideration of our, our worship and, and and our focus on God, um, so many times it can be clouded when we're in the lowest of our lows in the valley uh, by trying to get out. And one of two things, we either, we either will, will grab on to God and say, God, I can't do this without you. I, I need to wait on you. I need to trust in you. I need to stand in faith in you. Uh, and those are all things that are way easier said than they are done, especially when we're kind of at the end of the rope and they're, they're, we're waiting for an answer from the Lord literally to, to move forth in life. Um, whether that's an experience that, that you're walking through now or um, something that you're in the midst of. And so, I, yeah, I, I go back to that idea that I think that we have to be reminded that no matter where we're at on the level of that playing field or this imagery of, of the lows and the highs, the, you know, the valleys and the mountains, is that God is with us in both. And so what is our response to that? What does that look like within my worship to realize Wow, when I'm hitting the hard times, God is with me. When I'm doing great, God is with me. And I'll tell you guys, like when I've been in the low places, you know, <laughs> we we learn from our mistakes and we learn from our past experiences, right? And so I, I think that, you know, I could have take take an inventory and evaluation of the low times and say, man, I, I really could have probably focused on God more on both ends of the spectrum of things. Um, and so yeah, I, I think it starts in a place of, okay realizing God is with you wherever you're at. And so if you're saying, yeah, guys, I'm right there in the midst of the hardest season I have ever walked through in my life. And I don't know what that is for you. Um, but a, a reminder that God is with you. He's not given up on you. He's not letting go uh, of you or your situation or the outcome. And he will give you the strength and the tools to, to climb out of that. Um, and of course, we, we see that maybe once we've gotten through walking through a valley season and in a, in a low season. And it's easier to say that in retrospect. But I think when you go through that and you experience God's presence, his power, uh, his His presence with you along the way, you realize that, wow, okay, next time I hit a season like that, that's the first place I'm going to run to, you know? But yeah, I, I think if we're all honest, right, guys, like we, we've been in different points where we're like, yeah, I, I could have focused more on the Lord. I, I could have pressed in more to him and seen what he was doing in the midst of it, whether it was good situation or bad situation, but realize he's, he's always with us. Um, and he's, he's never going to give up on whatever we're facing. Yeah. I mean, I've been in situations where I'm super high, like on the top of the mountain, you know, I feel like I'm on top of the mountain. And then there's times where I'm at the at the very low of the the valley, and um, I've been at the low of the valley a couple times. Um, one of them was when my dad had cancer, and that was I mean I was just out just high school, um, senior year of high school, um, coming out, and then he died um, a year or two after I graduated, and that really took a toll on me. But that is when I was worshiping the hardest, you know, um, for me, I typically, when I'm not in a bad time, I start getting comfortable, right? Mm -hmm. I start getting comfortable and I don't dig in and I don't worship as I should because I don't need anything in my mind. 
I don't need God to help me through life anymore because I'm good. But then I get smacked down and put right back in the valley. And God's like, hey, look, I you need me. Yeah. And like, we're, like I'm here for you. I'm here. I did this for you. Worship me and let me be the center of your life. And like, so I was, my dad passed away. Then I went to, through the divorce uh, slash dissolution and that put me right back at the bottom, you know? And uh, like, I didn't put God in the relationship like I should have. And, you know, and he punished me for that, you know? And just, there's times where you need to worship and you should always be worshiping, right? Yeah. But you, sometimes you forget that. And I forgot that when I was at the high. And like you're saying, some people make it easier to worship at the high because they have everything they want. And so they know they can worship God. So I got to remember that personally. So, yeah, that's why I brought up those kind of different perspective because um, we're all wired differently, right? God's created us uh, uniquely. And so we have tendencies. So that's why I want to, and there might be some other uh, perspectives that I might not even have thought of, right? That somebody might be listening going, well, no, I'm kind of like this or a mix of that. But, um, you know, for, for me, that's why, that's why I share that because not everybody's going to think this way or that way. So up and you, you know, you kind of just said too about worship with centering ourselves and, and even Brennan, like a, a lot of what you're saying with worship too. Um, and then I want to go off of something you just said too, Matt, but, and so there's, a. Uh, a lot of times with, you know, worship where, um, you know, it will, it will center us, right. And it will, um, center us back to, you know, it being about Jesus, right. In our mentalities, um, in our decision-making in our process. And so that's why it's important no matter what the season you, uh, go in now for Matt's situation, I always look at Matt's life and like Matt, like you're, you're incredible because, um, you know, some of the most stressful times in people's lives, they say, is when they go through, um, I think like, because I worked at U-Haul, so that's why I, I knew this, uh, moving's like number three or something. Uh, death is like obviously one of the top ones. Divorce is is just as much as um, just right up there, right, with it's, it's, you know, very similar, at least how I'm not, you know, putting words in your mouth, but just society-wise, um, how that can affect somebody. So um, some of the valleys that, you know, you guys hear Matt has gone through that God's brought him through are um, very significant, uh, very uh, potentially life-altering, um, potentially traumatic, you know, like these are like big valleys. Um, and so I, I think those are those are some ones to highlight, but also there are some where you know, you, you go through a really tough time of just loneliness. Right. And so that's why I want to bring up some other, other valleys as well, because like some of those ones, I'm just like, I mean, I, I, I look up to you in a lot of ways for those things that you've walked through Matt and how you still follow the Lord and you still are pressing in towards him, because I just know that, um, <clears throat> if I had to go through that, especially at the age uh, that you went through some of those things, 
it would have been extremely difficult for me. And I don't know if I would have been able to handle it as well as you did. Um, not if I ever said that, but now it's on oh, record here. That. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love you, bro. Well, I, um, I got to give credit to what? my family though, because you yeah. know, the, my family is very strong in the Lord. So I was, mm-hmm. and with us being, I, I was a PK the whole, my whole life. So I had church mm-hmm. families surrounding me. So I had, I've had different, a different situation than most people anyway. So yeah. for sure. And that's something we're going to hit in the next episode too. So if you're listening to this one, we're going to, we're going to hit um, just the people around you on the journey. That'll be, you know, the next one too. But, but yeah, so um, yeah, so there's different, there's different valleys, right there. And there's some that are more extreme than others, um, but they're, they're all significant, right? Like they all are important and God cares about all of them. And maybe it's a lot of times people say like a dry season where it's hard for them to hear the the voice of the Lord, or it's just like, I don't know what you have for me, God. Like, and there's just kind of this like unknown type of like, okay, let me be faithful in this time of waiting. But regardless of it, I, I think worship is a huge piece. The second one that we wanted to really um, focus on for the back half of this episode is our emotions, right? And so for me, um, I'm a very emotive person. If you, if you, on this podcast, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit more chill um, than, I mean, like sometimes like my personality can be a little bit out there. I, I've been co- considered an extrovert, which I don't know where they get that from. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but, you know, but for me, when, when it comes to emotions, like for so long, and I think literally in the last couple of years, I've really tried to taper it down, not try to take away how God's wired me and my excitement and my passion, because that's some of the greatest gifts God's given me. But um, learning to embrace the my emotion, but not live by my emotion. Because what what would happen for me is um, I would go through different seasons of my life, and it would be like, hey, the mountain's great, and I'm doing awesome. And then the valley comes, and I'm not. Why? Because my I attached my emotion to the season I was in, and then that controlled my mindset, my heart my spirit, my decision-making, the way I look at life. Right. So, and so that's where that gets, that's where it gets a little tricky, um, where your emotion can really, um, dictate the way you walk through, uh, mountains and valleys. And so like, yes, it's a good thing. Um, and it's a good thing. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, even like the, the sadness, even like the, you know, those type of emotions that maybe have a negative connotation, like, those sort of things bring about perspective. It's not all about just being happy your whole life. Like this is a piece of what God has given us as humanity, right? So there's, you know, at at that same time though, we have to be careful that um, we are mindful and we are self-aware of where our emotions are at during the season that we're in and how it is affecting us in our mindset and also in our decision-making. Yeah, I think you said a key thing too there is like, what is the consistency there too? Because whether we're in a low place or a great place and a high place on the mountaintop, you know, what does that consistency look like? Because that's all going to absolutely affect, you know, our decision making. Um, A lot of times, you know, I know at least because all all of us are emotional beings, right? Uh, Myself, uh, it's like when we're in, when we're in a hard place, um, if we start acting off of certain emotions um, or making decisions based on certain emotions with what we're going through, 
um, that could be a dangerous place. And I know I've been there, you know, where I've been in those places where it's like I was emotionally responding uh, within relationships, within my walk with God in different places. And, and, and it wasn't good, you know? And so I think that's a key factor is like, okay, not only where are we focusing with our worship, but then I think this is huge for, for many of us is are we in check with our emotions? And, um, you know, when stress hits, what do we do? Uh, when, when life circumstances around us that are out of our control, how are we going to respond? Are we, are we going to shut down within our faith? Are we going to shut down with our relationships and other people? Um, and that's a huge responsibility. And I know so many, so many of us struggle with that, you know, where, where a stressful or very dark and serious situation comes up that we might be facing and we just shut down, you know, or depression or anxiety comes in, uh, and it, and it's a tough spot and, and, and sure you can give the Christian answer and just be like, Hey man, like trust in God, everything's going to be okay. But then you're like, no, but in my situation right now, it doesn't feel like that. And it doesn't look yeah. like that. You, you still have to so walk through do? that, you know? Yeah, you still have to deal yeah. with it. Like not not only you have the yeah. knowledge, but you still have to like deal with the anxiety or deal with the depression. Right, right. And it's kind of like if you think about this, this picture came to mind too. It's like, you know, the the transition between the valley and a mountaintop. Uh, I'm I'm not by any means a hiker or a climber. Uh, but if you've seen any mountains, right, and some crazy you know, uh, hiking experiences that people have done. It's like, that's tough. <laughs> that's hard to get from the valley to the mountaintop is tough, you know? And so if you think about that within your emotions, that's going to be a roller coaster. There's going to be a lot of ups and downs within that. Um, and so, yeah, attitude is, is huge. And so, um, I, I say that to say, you know, can we lean into the Lord, within that, you know, and something very practical, you know, if you've been in church for some time at all, you've probably heard this, or maybe if you've been in church your entire life, you heard this in, you know, kids church, you know, is the fruit of the spirit. When you really start to break down what that looks like, you know, if you can have love, if you can have joy, if you can have peace, if we can, if we can glean from the Lord to take in those things, that's going to speak volumes into how we're allowing ourselves to be filled by God, filled by the word in the midst of our situation that can speak to those things. And I, and I believe that we can find that peace in the midst of the darkness when depression and anxiety and darkness and stress hits. You know what I mean? And so I, I think that's so important. And that's just that that's a, a basic principle even Jesus talks about is is to come to the Lord with our burdens and he will give us rest. You know, so put that in terms of your emotions. How do you deal with emotions when you're going through a tough time or you're going through a great time? You know, how do you yeah. not become overzealous in your joy where you just become bragging? You're bragging about everything. You know, it, it could be on both ends of things. But, you know, how can we look to the Lord and say, hey, God, this is what I have right here. This is this is this is what's on my shoulders right now. And if I'm truly going to give it to you, I got to see it from your your perspective. I got to see it from your lenses. So, like, the emotions part, I believe, like Brennan was bringing up, it's not easy to go up the hill, up the mountain. It's not. Mm -hmm. And I think that the emo like, if you live by the emotions, you're killing yourself. You're, you're wearing yourself out by doing that. So you're fighting against yourself to get through a situation if you're living by the emotions. And that's the biggest thing for me is stop living by emotions and live for God 
and just keep going. I mean, yeah, that's the typical Christian answer, right? It's not easy to say, like, <laughs> I was for church, uh, an old church I used to go to, um, we were mobile, right? So we would have to tear down and set up every week. And so my, uh, the worship pastor, she was always very like, we got to get it done. We got to get it done. We got to get it done and living by emotions. And because she was like, we got to make sure I was like, it's fine. Just calm down. We got it. And, and it's like, we would, we would always pull it off. Yeah. She was always freaking out and she was living by the emotions and not trusting. Like, I'm not saying that she was, but, and she wasn't, but it was just like, it seemed like craziness, you know, was happening. So I just think we should live how God wants us to live. Yeah. And it's, and it's not like, and that's why I said, right. Like not living by them, but embracing them. Right. Because, you know, for me, you know, I very much, um, because of my personality and my demeanor, a lot of emotion really fueled me. Right. And also fueled uh, a lot of times how I love people is because of where I was at emotionally. But the danger of that was um, when it's not going well or I'm not in the mood or I'm just having a funky day, it could affect the way God can use me. Right. Because I could actually hinder the work of the Lord in the sense of how not not to say, you know, I I don't believe we can stop the move of the Holy Spirit and what God's going to do. God's going to do what God's going to do. But I think we can hinder how much he can use us in some ways, right? Or, you know, I mean, he'll still, even that I get challenged with, to be honest with you guys. I wrestle even with saying that because I think that God could use a donkey so he could use me and and he's used me in my imperfection. And and even in the midst of, uh, you know, my wrong, wrong mentality or in my sin and God's like, hey, I still am going to do work. But so maybe I, I, I take that back because I wrestle with that a little bit even live right now. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, I think that, um, thank you, Jesus. I re- repent of that because that, that one's a challenging thought. I, I know some people completely disagree with that, but that's a whole nother. We definitely need to talk about that because I keep bringing that up a few times. But, um, but really when it comes to embracing the emotion is um, it's, it's acknowledging it. It's like, okay, like, thank you for this challenging season. Thank you for, you know, this joyful season. Thank you for, you know, whatever this season. And thank you for what these emotions are, how I'm feeling, what I'm going through. Okay, now I I take that emotion, I embrace it, and then I also go, okay, regardless of what's going on here, God, I worship you. God, I, God, I give you praise. And so, and, and to making sure that, um, you know, I don't live by emotion, but I do believe when I embrace emotion, I have a greater awareness of what is going on. And so this is why it's super key. It's because I don't want to ignore it completely. Right. Because when I embrace emotion, I have an understanding of, okay, this is how I'm feeling. And I'm finally at a place in my life where I'm starting to actually see like, my hindrances, the places where I, I know I'm going to stumble, what causes, you know, you know, things to happen. Right. And like, for instance, like, you know, I, you know, I have, you know, since the age of like 14 or 15, like I struggled with pornography. Right. And God's really brought me through that. And, and there's still moments and, you know, and, and lust and those sort of things like that. But I know what was fascinating is when I would fall into that a temptation or that sin 
and that emotion, anger would come out. Selfishness would happen, right? So there'd be like things on top of things that would would that would have uh, ripple effects on my decision. And and so in, with anything that we have, right, within our own decisions, within our own emotions, we, you know, as you get closer to God and you he shows you who you are and how you're wired. And on top of that, as you live enough life that you start to see patterns, you start to go, when I am facing loneliness, these are the things I'm going to fall into. These are the things, you know, the different environments I'm going to put myself into. Uh, I might, you know, seclude myself instead of being near people. And so, so with that, I, I embrace the emotions I have because sometimes it's a blessing. Sometimes emotions are, are fuel. It's like, uh, you know, in the Fast and the Furious movies where they're, you know, nitrous. It's like, you know, Vin Diesel, man, anything can happen with family. It's like, Vin Diesel, how are you in space? Man, nothing's impossible. Anyway, there's like a meme about it. It's hilarious. But like with the nitrous, it's this extra <laughs> boost, right? And so I do think that God gives us that emotion and those passions. You think about Peter, right? And in in Acts and, and uh, for the, you know, when the Holy Spirit came in the upper room and then he came out and preached to thousands. And, you know, that, that was emotion that was used for the glory of God. So, you know, we don't live by it. We embrace it. We use it with however God has given us to use it, but then also we embrace it to know, okay, how is this going to affect me? How do I need to guard my heart myself? How do I need to surround mm -hmm. myself um, so that I don't fall into the same patterns or the same things because I know I'm apt to do that during this, you know, whatever, fill in the blank. I'm good, bro. I don't have anything to say on that. <laughs> <laughs> any, any final thoughts, I guess, on that or, or anything else as, as we've wrapped, as we wrap up this episode? Yeah, I, I think going off what you said, Donald, like just like simply like looking at it for us as people, as believers, you know, are, are we taking an inventory of how we respond, you know, because that that emotion, that energy, that passion that we have is going to go somewhere. Right. And so are, are we willing to to in faith walk that out with the Lord, you know, and, and put that put that passion, put that emotion behind pursuing God and, and his word and what he's called us to do in the, in the midst of every situation that we face, you know, versus putting it in the things. Cause I think that we, we can track the patterns we go through in life. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, we can, we can either go one of two ways. We can fall into our old ways, our past mistakes, let those things tear tear us down, you know, or we could do as Jesus did time and time again when he approached somebody and he brought a healing. First, he would say many times, you know, your sins are forgiven. Now get up and walk and go, you know, so you, uh, wherever you might be in the situation you might be, you might be in, in the valley, you might be on the mountaintop, you know, what is that thing that you need to, to, to look to the Lord and just trust in him, uh, and let him be the, the driving, uh, factor within your focus, within your worship, uh, within your, uh, emotions and how you respond to the situation. That's yep. good. Yeah, that's really good. And my thing is, is just keep worshiping God because yeah. I've learned that myself. When you stop worshiping, things get rough. And at least for me, 
Uh, and, and, some, and sometimes the waters don't get, here's the thing. When you stop, when you stop worshiping God and let's say you're in the Harbor. Mm-hmm. And so it's sometimes not an immediate effect, but then you you know, like in, I think Hebrews 11, one, possibly that one, but, or, uh, yeah, I think it is, but it's, it talks about where it's like, you know, be careful. You don't drift away. Right. Like Matt, like sometimes you drift and then all of a sudden you're not to say you're not going to be exempt from storms, no matter what you're doing for God, but sometimes the, the effect isn't right away. Right. Oh yeah. There's definitely a delay sometimes. So yeah, just so. keep it, keep your heart on God and keep worshiping them because once you stop worshiping, things get rough. Definitely. Rap, me, rapid fire. Rap, <laughs> no, for sure. Um, rapid fire application, right? Um, the 60 seconds. Cause I, cause I know we're, we're really at the end here. Um, uh, you might be, you know, when your emotions go someplace, you might go into an environment that is not good for you, uh, in a public place. You know, maybe it's a party scene. Uh, you know, your emotions are taking you someplace and you go towards the pantry and towards the snack. Lightning is, you know, talked about in the Bible. Um, you know, you, you are feeling this emotion and all of a sudden you hit somebody up in their DMs or you talk to the certain individual of the opposite sex. Um, you know, when your emotions, you know, are at a certain place, you start to hang out online more when you probably shouldn't. And that's, and I'm not even saying like, you know, pornography, that could just be negative news that is just like pulling you down or, or toxic people or comparison because you're looking at other people's lives and it's making you more depressed about your own, um, television, movies, that's the type of, uh, you know, sexuality or graphic violence or, uh, living in fantasy world and then not actually dealing with the reality of your life. So there's a ton of things that your emotions could bring you to. So I really challenge you this week to think about those things. Um, like, like, uh, Brendan said, have start to have an inventory of like, what do I do when my emotions feel this way? Where do I go? Where, where are my thoughts? Where am I physically? What's your um, escape? What's yeah, totally. You know, what, what is, and is that escape healthy or not? Mm-hmm. Um, and is, are you actually dealing with or walking through things with God or not? So thank you guys again for joining the temporal eternal podcast. Once again, we are on Spotify, Apple podcast and YouTube. Uh, please feel free to subscribe on YouTube to really appreciate it. And please, please, please give us a, a five-star rating on Apple and Spotify. If you, um, had a good experience and you, uh, you enjoy the podcast. Thank you all so much and be back next week as we talk about part two of mountains and valleys. See ya.